Hi everyone, welcome to Finding Japan, episode 4. Everybody, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sure this episode won't get posted till later this week. But today is Tuesday, March 27th. Let's see. Tuesday, March 27th, 4.48, Japan Standard Time. And I have a beautiful view of Tokyo Tower right next to me. It should be on the blog post. So if you get a chance, check it out. Today was a long day. Tsukareta. I am so tired. Uh, today I moved to a hotel for the next two days. My trackmate Alex, he is in the same program as I am, arrives from Japan in about an hour and a half. He should be at Tokyo Station, so I may have to cut this a little short. I had some things planned. I wanted to talk about foreign currency exchange. I wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, God, what else? I don't even remember. But um, I think this is just going to be a quick update episode, let you know what's going on here. I I will say this. The last time I came to Japan, it was much, much easier to get around. I came and I only had a backpack. If you do come to Japan, you're only planning on staying for a few days. I highly recommend just bringing a backpack. Do not, please do not lug all your luggage around downtown Tokyo like I just did. I took... um, Everything I own, which right now contains one fairly large suitcase that's bulging at the seams, a computer bag that weighs about 50 pounds right now because of all the hard drives and accessories I have in there, a camera bag, and a suit garment bag. And all four of those things uh, moved with me today from Kamata to the Tokyo Prince Hotel, where I am now. Uh, I probably... I'm not there right now because you're getting this later, but I am here now, and it's a beautiful view. I wish the uh, sakura, the cherry blossoms, were out a little more right now. But if I can open the windows here, ah, gorgeous. Uh, it feels nice to lay down in a regular bed, and uh, I just got done taking a shower, so I feel recharged, ready to go, ready to conquer tonight. Hopefully, I can keep Alex up and get him over his jisaboke. Um, I find that with the time difference, one thing that really helps is to sleep as much as you can on the plane and then um, try to stay up the whole night. That way you do one full night and you get your rhythm, your sleep rhythm reset fairly quickly. I think it only took me about two days to actually get myself reset, so not too bad. I am literally, I mean, I, I could probably shoot shoot a bow and hit the uh, hit Tokyo Tower. It's just incredible. I gotta take a a funny picture for my sister. Uh, She did the same thing with the Eiffel Tower, and I didn't realize that Tokyo Tower apparently is a replica of the Eiffel Tower, but just done in orange. Huh, I don't know, I gotta compare them side by side one day. I don't don't think that it's exactly the same. but I can see people up there right now taking taking some photos and everything. So maybe I'll head up there tonight and get some night views of the city. I'm looking forward to just carrying my camera around, not having to lug my luggage around anymore. So anyway, back to lugging my luggage around. So I left Kamada Station uh, around 3 o'clock today and shot up to... Uh, it's the next station. It's the station just before Shimbashi on the Yamanote line. 
I don't even know. And I didn't realize that I had to walk about a kilometer and my luggage was so heavy that it was so difficult for me to like trail it behind me. So I had it in front of me. And then eventually my forearm started hurting really bad. So I had to take, a, I think maybe three or four breaks. Each break I strategically located myself near a vending machine. So just in case the urge struck and uh, it did. So it was pretty cool though. I was sweating my ass off. Uh, have everything I own with me, and I just looked up and said, wow, I'm in Tokyo. That's pretty cool. So I enjoyed it, even though I'm complaining. I look at it like uh, I think it would have cost me maybe around 10 U.S. dollars to take a cab from the station just to the hotel to go about one kilometer. I'm guessing because I think it's like 660, 660 yen automatically when you get in the cab, so I'm just assuming it would be about that much. So the way I look at it is I got paid about $10 to make... Uh, to have a good workout so what else what else yesterday i went to meiji jingu a shrine in yoyogi park um, right near harajuku and i took some video and i've been trying to figure out the best way to get final cut pro set up to edit podcasts and i think i finally have it down now so look forward to that coming up soon i hope to do a few more video tours of tokyo I recently got in touch with Scott Lockman from Tokyo Calling, www.tokyocalling.org. He's been doing a lot of video tours, very, very good ones, actually. And there was one he did in particular that was very, very encouraging to me as a, as a podcaster. And I like it when there's like a light narration over the video. So I'm, I think that I'm going to do that. But one of the things that I would like to get to do a little more too is maybe some interviews and interview um, Japanese people about what they think about certain areas or places to go and hopefully do some translations above that so I can help my own language skills and then maybe show you a little more of the native perspective of Japan as opposed to the gaijin or foreigner perspective of Japan, which I think could get pretty boring. There's plenty of that online you can take a look at. Um, I think I found a site the other day that just had all different types of vending machines in Japan. <laughs> Total nerdy stuff. Of course I read the whole thing, but um, it's really cool. And there's a couple vending machines I want to seek out myself. Maybe a, Maybe there was a bicycle vending machine? I don't know, something really weird. I couldn't remember what it was. I don't have internet connectivity right now, so I, I don't even have my podcast notes with me. I've been doing everything in Vitalist, which is an online GTD application. Really, really good. I've been using GTD or Getting Things Done by Paul Allen. I think his name's Paul Allen for about, I don't know, maybe a year and a half now, and it's been super helpful. My problem I'm realizing now, though, is when you have an online tool to do that and you're not online, you're kind of stuck. So i got to work on that. Maybe you can set up some sort of iPod export. That would be that would be pretty cool. But anyway, I keep all my notes for podcasts in there, so I'm, I'm kind of at a loss right now for what to say. And as I go through, I have different topics that I want to talk about, so I'm trying to plan the episodes in a coherent way. I want to give a quick thanks to my friend Rinko, who has been incredible. She has let me stay at her house for over a week now. I think it's very rare that you get to make friends in Japan having only been here once, and I was just totally thankful to have made two really good friends here. And um, another friend of mine, Saya, had just moved to a new apartment, and I went over there the other night and met her cat that I've only seen pictures of for about three years. It was just it was just a really cool experience. I just, I don't know, getting a little teary-eyed here, but 
really thankful to have some cool friends in Japan. It really helps make the transition a little more manageable, I, I would think. I know some of the folks in the Chinese track of our program have gone over together, and they said that because they were all together, it made things easier. I came over here by myself, so having those friends really helped me adjust to the transition. And, and Rinko and I really don't speak much of each other's languages, but it was really cool to be able to communicate with her, share things with her. Last night, we were actually going through my music collection and, and sharing different types of music and stuff. And, I don't know, we just had a good time with it. So, Rinko, arigato gozaimashita. Honto ni arigato gozaimashita. She's just been incredible. So, thank you very much. And I hope to repay the favor uh, the next time any of you uh, are in Japan. Or, I'm sorry, any of you are in uh, America. So, there we go. I doubt that she will listen to this, however, since it would be a lot like me listening to a Japanese podcast. It would be quite difficult for me to pick up everything that was going on. So, okay. Today's episode for Only in Japan. If you check my Flickr account, I'll put a link to the actual photo. When I went over a friend's house、uh, two nights ago, she had pizza from Pizza Hut. I'm thinking, wow, Pizza Hut. Okay, some American pizza, and I brought over some beer, and we had pizza and beer, like a real American dinner. This pizza was incredible, and I have to share with you what it was. It was、um, like a re- it looked like a regular pizza, but as soon as I bit into it, I noticed something was different. Underneath the cheese was a layer of scrambled eggs that was cooked in with the pizza. I would have never thought of this in a million years, but、mm, God, is it incredible. This pizza had obviously the dough, the sauce, egg, cheese, And I think it was either ham or bacon, but mmm, mmm, so incredible. Only in Japan. I hope to try to find that somewhere around here, try to find a pizza hut. I, I, I really hesitate to eat American food while I'm here. Even, even today, I went to Yoshinoya and I felt bad.、Um, I had their, current, or their kimchi with, with、um, beef and rice, and、oh, the kimchi out here is just to die for. But... Um, I really sort of steer away from McDonald's and things like that. And even if I do go to some of those places, I'll try to get something that I couldn't get in America, like the Ebby Filet, which I think I wrote about a while ago.、Um, but yeah, so it never occurred to me to say, try to go to a Pizza Hut. But by random happening, she had pizza and I tried it. And it was very, very, very good. Something that I don't think we could get in America. I am going to try to make it one day when I get back home, though, to convince my friends that pizza with egg. Delicious. So, some upcoming plans.、Uh, this Saturday, I'll be meeting up with a few of、uh, my colleagues from my program who are a year ahead of me to go to Hanami, do flower viewing. So, I plan on taking a lot of video for that. Be on the lookout for that. And then on Sunday, we are going to go to a Matsuri in Kawasaki. And this is the Penis Festival, yes. I forget the name of the actual festival. I don't know. I really should know what these things are ahead of time. Do, do, do. Let's see if it's in my trash. No, it's not. Okay.、Uh, Terrence had posted some information about the Penis Festival. I had talked about it for a little bit. So if you want more information about the festival, please go over to his podcast, www.kobebeef.com, and、uh, check it out. It's definitely worth it. Also, I think on his site, he had posted a video. Of the Penis Festival. And something really interesting, I wanted to talk about this. It's really truly incredible how small of a world this is at times.、Um, 
one thing had happened immediately. My first night here, I met up with a gentleman who is an American, but he had been here for five years. And he just interviewed someone in our program who had been in Japan for about a year, maybe a little less, uh, who will be working for a medical device company. He knew him. It was incredible. I said, which company do you work for? And he said, you know, yada, yada. And I said, oh, wow, that's really incredible. I just had a friend who was hired by them and is moving here. And he goes, oh, was it Jeff? And I said, yeah, I know that guy. So very odd, just completely random, totally small world. The next thing that happened was Terrence had posted a video of the Penis Festival from last year on his blog. And before I had actually looked at his blog post, I was listening to his podcast and I said, hmm, that sounds really familiar. So I go to his blog and I check the video out and it's a video from my friend Saya, who had taken it last year, and he had just found it randomly on YouTube. So it's weird how everybody is sort of interconnected in strange ways. I hope that only grows. I think creating meaningful relationships that way is just incredible. I, I don't want to be one of those people who just kind of walks down the street with the earbuds and their iPod and tunes everybody out. I, I like having those meaningful human re uh, relationships, and it's just astounding how those relationships have sort of blossomed since I've been here. I hope it only grows. I have plans to meet up with, um, well not plans, and just sort of tentative, hey we should do this sometime sort of plans to meet up with Rich Pav from Hero from Japan. And um, also we'll probably end up doing some co-podcasting with Scott Lockman from Tokyo Calling. We're, uh, I'm really interested in meeting up with him and a few other podcasters at the uh, Shinjuku Krispy Kreme. He, I think he's playing some sort of meetup there. I love Krispy Kreme, by the way. I'm not going to get into that, though. Side note. It's just, I just really hope to meet some more people like this and sort of grow my network of relationships here. It's just, it, it's so amazing how many different people um, I've met before I've actually hit the ground here and then how those relationships have sort of connected with each other. It's just incredible. So anyway, I think this is going to be a short episode. We're coming up on about uh, 20 minutes now, but I just want to give everybody a quick update. I have a ton of topics to talk about coming up, so hopefully I will get to those sometime soon within the next few days. The internet access, again, is limited, so I may end up staggering these posts and they may not show up until later. I apologize, and I hope you all enjoy. Please have a great Tuesday, and if you're listening to this sometime next Friday or Saturday, have a great weekend. Look for Hanami pictures, photos, and video coming up. Hopefully I'll get that uh, Meiji Jingu uh, footage up for everybody else. I also wanted to send that to uh, my family and a friend of mine who honestly believes that I did not move to Japan and I moved to Detroit. So, Fred, if you're listening, uh, take a look out for that video as well. Again, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope to post more soon. Please keep the comments and emails coming. I've been enjoying them, and I've been uh, writing everybody back. So um, looking forward to it, and hope you all have a great day. This is Christopher from Finding Japan, and this is the end of episode four. Let the music fade out. Okay, go. Bye. Bye.